And we're live. Hey. Yo. How's it going? I'm good. good. Yeah. I uh I upgraded my computer with some new RAM all by myself today. After Ooh, some nice. instructions from Paul. <laughs> Which was what push the stick in. <laughs> that, that's a tough instruction in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just usually when I upgrade my computer, I, I I open up the box, go, well, I'm confused. And then I pay someone to do it. <laughs> um, this time I was able to do it myself. Um, yep. Which I was pretty glad to see. Um, and it is an absolute game changer. I upgraded. I went from 12 gigs of RAM to 32. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a big change. Huge. Yeah, that's a huge change. The, the video editing power and speed I have now is ridiculous yeah um, in comparison to what i was dealing with before it is it is an absolute game changer yep <clears throat> definitely i just realized i didn't bring a water bottle so this is gonna be a fun podcast <laughs> oh boy well i mean if you need to sneak off just sneak off yeah maybe, yeah yeah we'll see how it goes uh, but what, what have you guys been doing the last week mm. uh cleaning honestly just trying to get this all straightened up it's better, um, but I've still got some posters to finish hanging up, and I've still got to this zone over here. You can't quite see it; it's just out of camera shot. Is just full of like boxes and cords, like half hooked up stuff that mm. I just never got around to finishing. Now I'm actually finishing it up. Nice. Okay. Right on. Right on. Anything going on with you, Paul? No, I mean, we'll talk more specifically about some stuff, but I watched that DC fandom shit, uh, like the movies coming out and stuff. Pretty stoked for some of them. So, yeah, be well, let's talk about some of like the movie stuff. What what piqued your interest? Is it the don't say the Snyder Cut? No, Black Adam specifically. <sighs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go back into the Shazam universe. And it's kind of dope that they're doing like Black Adam's origin rather than just having him as the next villain like right away. So. That's dope. Yeah, I feel like if you get a a um a star as big as The Rock, he gets like you his have whole, to give him his own movie, movie. his whole yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I would like to see more uh, Shazam. I, I enjoyed that. I'm a I'm a yeah. Zachary Levi fan. I'll, sure, uh, I'll watch him in a movie for sure. Sure. So yeah, that um, was uh, kind of interesting. Robert Pattinson's Batman seems like unruly in a way that's kind of exciting. He beats the shit out of that guy, probably till waypoint that guy's dead in that trailer. Past the point of awkwardness, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of awkward. <laughs> I, but I love the fact that like the bad guy's like, holy fuck, what is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's Batman year two, right? So he's he's still new to the whole thing and probably a little savage and raw. Yeah, yeah a little angry, for sure. And it looks like it's, it's more it, focused on detective work this time around since he's dealing with Riddler, so... Right, I'm just yeah. stoked that it's Riddler. Like Riddler's yeah. my favorite Batman villain. I've wanted a Riddler movie uh, for a while. I remember back when, when um, it was still the Nolan trilogy, and the rumors were that Joseph Gordon-Levitt were going to play the Riddler, and I was stoked about that. I thought that was some good casting, but that you know that didn't end up happening. That would have been cool, for sure. That would, I think that would have been cool for sure. But um, yeah, no, that looks good. I thought I think Wonder Woman looks real cool. I'm excited to see some more of that. Yep, uh, that looks cool. Um, the James Gunn version of Suicide Squad looks like what that movie should have been to begin with. 
So that's good. They only put out that like the cast trailer thing, right? Like we didn't actually see anything besides just who's in it. And apparently everyone is in it. All the yeah, actors. A lot of people in, in that. It, yeah. A lot of people are in that movie. And it's yeah. so weird because like that's a reboot from what I understand. But like um, yeah. several of the characters and actors from the last Suicide Squad movie are just back reprising those roles. So that's just yeah. the most confusing thing ever. Like if you were a normal person and not someone that like follows, you know, movie and TV news like I do, you would have no idea. Mm-hmm. You would just assume it's a sequel. Sure. John Cena playing Peacemaker is really good. <laughs> that's Who, good who's casting. Peacemaker? Should I be excited about Peacemaker? No, just I don't know some shitty douchey guy. That's okay. John Cena. <laughs> no, I'm 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 fine seeing yeah. John Cena play some more roles. I just don't know the uh, character he's playing, so I have I have no real opinion. Um, what was the last thing I saw John Cena in. What was that? Was that t- no. Wrestling? Yeah. There was a there was that movie. Cockblocking, cockblockers. Oh. That's what. It was. Oh, yep. Yeah. Simon cockblockers. Yep. <laughs> As like the super protective dad. Yeah. And he was supposed to be in Fast and Furious Nine. You know, in a non-COVID world, I would have seen that. So, sure. There, there, there is that for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, the GC fandom. There was some pretty exciting news. Um, yeah. Just it's like the new Comic Con, like the better Comic Con for this year, I guess. Yeah, for this year, for sure. Yep. So, yeah, it was fun. Um, and then obviously the game stuff that's in our news. We'll talk about that more then. But yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, let's start moving on to that stuff. So this is the top down perspective for August 27th. And I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And I'm John Wheeler. Um, and, uh, Paul, why don't you tell us what you've been playing while I get some water? Sure. <laughs> I wanna... <laughs> All right. I went ahead and, uh, played the Avengers. Um, I want to, I want to know your opinion on this because yours is kind of what sure. I value in this situation. Because okay. I see you as someone who enjoys this kind of game, like the core concepts behind it. And <laughs> the I thing about this it. game is that from everything I played and saw, it's just so mediocre, it hurts. Okay, there's I'm nothing, not crazy, thank God. There's nothing bad about it, but there's nothing above decent. <laughs> like, there's nothing good or great about it. The fact that, like... The first time you play as Iron Man, you're literally just flying. Like, the first thing you want to do, right? You play as kind of all of them in this weird little opening montage that kind of takes way too long before it actually gets to the game stuff. Is um, you play as Iron Man, and the first thing you do is shoot upwards because you can fucking fly. And then it's like, go back to the... Uh, mission area two three two one and you're like what the fuck is this and then it like reloads you back down like because they don't want you having fun or anything um mm-hmm. and that's the first time that it's like oh this is a bummer <laughs> like that kind of yeah sucks. yeah um i guess luckily you never play as iron man basically again in that beta <laughs> so like <laughs> you forget how much of a bummer that is but theoretically, um, he's one of the, like, tentpole characters people are going to play as next week. In the game. Yeah. I'm, oh, God, that is next week, isn't it? Ugh. It is, yeah. I am wondering if it's going to be a little more open at some point, but I doubt it. I'm sure there's going to be, like, skyboxes and, like, 
a weird like thing where you bump into the sky at certain missions or whatever if you're trying to fly or whatever because like you kind of do play them in like the training room version thing of uh yeah. that they have later on but like you're in a contained room so you still don't really get to fly you're just kind of in a little concealed area so it still isn't great or anything when um, you unlock the war missions you can eventually play as tony in the demo as well yeah. too yeah, you unlock him in Black Widow, I think. I didn't play yes, as yes. either of them because I was done by the time you unlock that stuff. There's a lot of yeah. uh, bullshit until you unlock how that game actually will play, like a lot of mm-hmm. intro stuff. I think the yeah. story stuff is really neat. I think Miss Marvel is the best part of that game, uh, character-wise. She's great. Um, yeah. Also, her weird floppy limbs when you're controlling her are just like great game animation shit of them just getting all long and her fist getting huge and just it just feels like good game bullshit uh she's really satisfying to play as the hulk should be one-shotting dudes that aren't armored because he's the fucking hulk um, yeah hulk doesn't feel right does he there's something about him that just feels off <laughs> it's really lame yeah he's feels really lame i will say the conceit of everybody else like has armor pieces or like pieces that they put on his upgrades are literally just like you're changing his DNA or something. So now he has new hands. I think that's funny. Like, oh, we're, I got to change out Bruce Banner's spine because this one is, has a higher level. Need some more Hulk hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything. It's just so like aggressively mediocre, I think is the thing. Um, again, I really don't think it's bad at all. I think if you had some buddies that were getting it, it would be a fun time for a while, but like I can't see paying full price for that thing. That doesn't feel like a full price product to me. Uh, that's a scary thing. Like they're they're trying to aim it to, uh, towards it having a ton of content, and, it just, and like I just, it didn't grab me at all. And like straight up, that might as well be a PlayStation exclusive because I just want to play a Spider Man. As far as I'm concerned, no other version but, exists if Spider Man doesn't exist in the other ones. But, but based on how this plays, do you think he'll? get a fair shake i don't you know play good yeah like you see my yeah i don't here? actually like- know <laughs> um i do know this would be a game i would pick up on a good sale like a days of playstation 50 percent off or something i could see me uh throwing down like 30 or 40 bucks for this probably uh especially if i know people playing it and then i'll like play with them uh but yeah i don't know it's just did you guys see, actually, you can't fail the cutscenes in this thing, apparently? And somebody posted, like, they were, the first cutscene is Thor coming down with, like, his hammer and doing, like, a ground pound. And that's kind of how, like, the whole gameplay part starts after the, like, intro movie. And uh, some guy on Twitter wanted to, like, do the funny thing where you fail the QTE on purpose because then it looks funny and, like, you fucked up or whatever. And the game just completely stopped mid-air, and even the sound and music and literally everything stopped until he pushed a button. And it was the most yep. weirdly awkward, unfinished bullshit I've seen in a while. I can't tell if that was just part of the beta or not, but it's something tells I can't me either. not. I, something tells me that's how it's going to be in the actual game. Something tells me that's how it is, too. Yeah, because there was something else, I don't remember what happened, where I similarly had a thing where it's just like, Oh, the music just stopped until like I find the thing I need in this quest. Okay, I think it was, this is. Oh, weird. I had it happen for like not using my super <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I think that was it. Like, maybe you got you to use Unibeam. I don't want to use Unibeam. 
yeah, it's really, really weird. Um, and the conceit's fine. Like, I like the idea of a giant explosion happens that turns, like, a bunch of people into weird superheroes and, like, they're trying to find a cure for the superhero virus. It's standard Marvel bullshit uh, storyline-wise, but I think it story, works. yeah. Yeah, I think it works uh, for this weird conceit of why would you be playing in a universe where a bunch of people all of a sudden have superpowers? It's like, oh, because terrorism. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I would really, really, really like to see some opinions on this from people that pick it up. I don't think it's worth hating on, but man, it is so just like so boring <laughs> in a lot of ways. And it's kind of a bummer. It could have been something really good, and instead it like barely meeting the standard of okay, and that's probably the biggest crime it commits, honestly. Um, I got the email to like apply for a review copy, and I'm like, that's the only way I'm going to play the full game, isn't it? For free, Ooh. yeah. 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 And even then, you know what? There's a bunch of games I want to play that I've paid like, for that I would rather play. <laughs> Like I, if I knew how much game there was, I don't know if I'd be more or less in, enticed too. Because like, yeah, it's clearly like meant to be like a co-op, like like a, a sort of Marvel Ultimate Alliance style game, but totally done, like more free play. But like, I can't get a good handle on how much game is there, or like how much of it is just doing all weird like little things, like over and over and over again. And yeah, to some extent, I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm, I like Destiny. I like Warframe. I like games where you literally on the same map doing a, one different thing a thousand times, and that's not a problem with me. But there's something about this game that doesn't feel satisfying when you do it, even. I don't know what it is. Maybe they need to, like, increase the amount of loop that drops or something. I don't know. It's weird. Um, So that's the Avengers. The other game I started playing is Hellpoint. This is the indie uh, Cradle Games published by Tiny Build uh, sci-fi horror Souls-like game that came out a couple months that ago. That was a mouthful. Yeah, I needed to get it all in there. So it is a $30. It is a half-price Souls-like game that takes place in a horror space setting. And not a whole lot to say about that. 11 people team, so it's a little janky. Uh, it's fun, though. So far, it's pretty fun. I wouldn't say there's anything too outstandingly new or anything. I just kind of like the setting. It feels kind of dead spacey in setting where you're just on this, like, derelict, shitty space station. You're trying to figure out what happened. And uh, there's a bunch of horrific monsters and stuff that are there. So, yeah, it's cool. Um, I need to play more of it before I can really get into the juice of it because I'm only about five hours in right now. And I think it's about a 15-hour game, people have told me. So I haven't even reached the halfway point. But so far, so good. So far, it's pretty good. Uh, that's all I've been playing. Uh, right on. John, you uh, have some interesting Resident Evil 5 stuff, I understand. Yeah, sorry, John, you were cutting out on my side here. Uh yeah. So I haven't really been playing much really in my spare time, uh, mainly just what we're, what we're doing on Patreon uh, after the podcast. But this week, this past weekend, I played Resident Evil 5 with the voice actor for Wesker, DC Douglas. So How hard did this, you have to carry? <laughs> um, He started drinking so very. Oh, oh no. 
All right. It was fun. It was fun. He was he yeah, was yeah, actually yeah. a blast to have on. <laughs> okay. But uh yeah, no, so this I've actually been had been playing and unlocking Resident Evil 5 stuff for like weeks. So that's why okay. I hadn't really had much to add in my game list because I didn't want to tell people I was working on this until sure. it was like locked in for sure. So uh yeah, no, I've been playing Resident Evil 5 for like like a month straight now, I feel like at this point. Ugh. And uh we <laughs> we did lot. we did a stream on Saturday where like it was we did it for like four or five hours where we just played a bunch and just shat the shit. Like it like it was great. We just sure. we did, like we would shoot the shit and just like tell he would tell stories about like voice acting work and being in Hollywood. It was just it was real fun. And uh we're actually gonna do it again in the future too. Like uh on oh, nice. not this Saturday. Yeah, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday, the fifth of September, we're gonna continue the playthrough. Originally, he was going to have a bunch of different people on, but he was just like, yeah, screw it. Well, you and me play through together. So we nice. got about we got like a fourth to a third through the game. We're at we're starting world three. Or chapter okay. three, rather, if you know mm-hmm. the game, that's where you have the uh, the pontoon boat. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, look forward to that again. Uh, other than that, everything I've been playing, I can't really talk about at the moment, so. I have a bunch of promo things yeah. I'm doing tomorrow. I'm playing a game, a beat 'em up called Shing tomorrow, and then uh, I'm doing on Saturday with Fortune Cookie some uh, Frontier games. So the guys who did uh, Elite Dangerous, Planet Zoo, and all that stuff. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Since, since it's Gamescom, so uh, that's about all I'm playing. Nice. It is Gamescom. That's right. Uh, I've been playing a few new games. I'm going to start with this Samurai Jack game, which I don't remember the full title of. Battle Through Time. Battle Through Time, okay. Uh, the reason I don't remember the full title of it is I played the first level and deleted it off my phone. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. The game sucks. It's so bad. Um, part of what I'm disliking about it might be the Apple Arcade version. Maybe it just doesn't run very well on my phone. But you know what? No, you know what? My phone, it like it's 2020. My phone is quite powerful. This is only a two-year-old phone at this point, so it should be able to play it sure. just fine. But um, it's also weird, at, like as a Samurai Jack fan, so it takes place. It, it, so it takes place in the final season, like when they brought the show back a few years ago and did that final season to end it. It takes place during that, um, but it's because it's like a time travel thing. I guess it takes place in like. Oh, one of the times Jack was going through a portal during that last season, uh, he actually went on this complete other adventure. And that's the game. Um, And, you know, they Hmm. can just kind of fit it in whenever because time travel. Also, it spoils a bunch of stuff for season five, 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 whatever the most recent, the final season of Samurai Jack is. So if you if you are somewhat interested in Samurai Jack and seeing the ending. You, you know, you're going to get spoiled a little bit, but I don't even know who that person is. Who's who's the Samurai Jack <laughs> fan that like cares enough that they could be spoiled, but then also didn't watch the show's ending. Like, is it, does that person even exist? Yeah. Um. So honestly, you're going to start and you're going to see a bunch of like the show animation. You're just going to be like, I don't know who any of these people are. There's Jack. I, I remember that guy. And then they they fling you into a portal and then you show up in the game world. And I still think the game world just looks like garbage compared to the show. And I mean, that's fine. You're not going to do the show's art style. OK, you have your own art style. But then don't show me the show 
like back to back with it. Stop interspersing the really nice animation that I love with your with the ugly thing because it just makes it seem even worse. And like the menus are all designed to and and have the correct art and everything. And so it's like everywhere you look is the nice stuff. And then when you're playing it with it, it's this bad frame rate, ugly looking polygonal beat em up. Um, that is it's just boring. The environments look terrible. It looks like a 360 era game. Like it is such an wow. ugly looking game. And mm. yeah, like I, I did the first I did the first mission or the first level or whatever. And then I, you know, I didn't delete it immediately. And a few days later I was like, I honestly don't want to play any more of this. Like I, I don't want to. Uh, so I took it off my phone. It is just a it is a waste of time. Um That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the frame rate's terrible. Like it's a beat up where they throw a bunch of robots at you, and then every time they do that, though, it's the frame rate dies. <laughs> so cool, thanks. Like the one thing you should be doing correctly, you can't get it right. I, yeah, I just don't. I don't like that thing. Um, I think they got the. I think they got all the voice actors. At least I'm pretty sure they have Jack. I think they got him in there. Um, so I guess that's okay. Nice. Yeah, from what I from what I saw, it was most of them, or if not all, in the back. Um, Which makes sense, weird... that that last season was only last year, right? I think that no, that last season I think was in 2015. It was definitely not last year because I remember uh, I was at a different job when that came out. I don't think it was that late, but I don't think maybe you're right. Yeah, uh, 2017. Okay, okay, so in between. Yeah. Um. Th- there's a weird like momentum on the camera, like you'll like spin the camera around and it'll keep moving a bit before it sets into place, which kept throwing me off. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you shouldn't play that game. Don't play that game. I won't. Yeah. Uh, more interestingly though, I've been playing a whole bunch of spirit fairer spirit far. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is out on, I think everything It's on game pass. I'm playing it on game pass. Uh, I've yep. been looking forward to this thing for quite a while since it was announced. I think maybe like last E3. I think it showed up at an Xbox presentation. Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, you are Stella, this young girl who has taken over being the spirit fairer, uh, otherwise known as Charon, Charon, however, however you pronounce it. Um, Charon, but the Charon, the uh, boat. Uh, salesman boat boatsman uh who ferries uh spirits to the afterlife um so he quit or he's done or retiring or whatever and he says you're the new spirit fairer so good luck sends you out there with a boat um and then from there it is it's definitely not what i expected i was surprised to see what genre this game is but it's pretty much a management sim you know like a side-scrolling flat management sim something like stardew valley or um What's the other one that's actually flat? That Paul, aren't you? Anyway. Um, so it's management sim. You know, it's like like Stardew Valley, like Animal Crossing. It's like that. You are collecting these spirits that you'll find on various islands. And then you basically, you can make them like a house. You can upgrade their house. You're crafting uh, wool into like wool fibers that turn into wool thread that turn into wool fabric. So you can use them in all different sorts of things. You're growing food so you can sell the food. So you can use it for crafting, you're cooking, 
It's, it is straight up just a, a easy breezy management sim. And, and I think that's the key that is working for me because um, it, like it, it is it is so just do this at your own pace. Take as long as you want. There is no big deal to anything. And, and I kind of like that. And I also like that there is enough of like a, a a quest line of things you should be focusing on. You know, I talk about why Stardew Valley didn't really hit it for me. And, and it was kind of just too open ended. And I got overwhelmed with all the things going on in Stardew Valley. And this has a lot of that stuff. Like you can go to mine areas and mine for ore and stuff like that. Like it has a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, various mini games that you'll go, you'll, you'll sail to different areas and you can, you can do like the, the glowing jellyfish little mini game to collect more of that resource and whatnot. Um, but I like that it just has these like straight up a quest log of like, Hey, why don't you try and build a windmill? And it's like, okay, I'm going to pick one of these things and I'm just going to focus on what I, on collecting the things I need to build a windmill. And then after that, I'll move on to the next thing and the next thing. And the characters, they're all pretty interesting and, and they all have a backstory that will slowly kind of be revealed to you. Um, and you're, you're trying to make them happier and whatnot. And each character has a happiness gauge. So every now and then they'll be like, Hey, I'm hungry. And you can, you know, give them a strawberry or you can cook them like, like uh, grilled veggies and, and give them that. And if you want, they all have dislikes and, and likes and stuff like that. But all that's like not super required. You can kind of just do whatever you really want. Um, as long as you're kind of going through the, the uh, checklist and eventually it'll open up the map further and further to you. I want to say I'm around eight or so hours in. If you're playing it, I just got the ice breaker, like the iceberg breaker thing for my boat. So now I can finally go to like the second chunk of the map. It's now opened up to me because they kind of gate your gate you where you are on the world map by um, like one is too foggy for you to go. So you can't go to that area. One has a bunch of icebergs. So you can't go to that area. I can now go to that second area because I can break icebergs. Um, and there's like an overarching narrative. You're, you know, Hades shows up from time to time. Just like I've been watching you. I've, I've only ferried one person completely to the afterlife, which basically just means I went to the end of their quest log, um, uh-huh. which was just a series of like, I made their house perfect. I made them real happy. And I jumped around and, you know, you're, you're doing various fest- fetch quests for the most part um, until I got to the end of their quest log. And then they're like, I'm content, you know, take me to the gate. Um, and then you get this this really kind of nice little send off for that character. And I should say, like, the game looks fantastic. Yeah, it's all hand drawn colors are out the wazoo. Like, it just looks so nice. And all the characters are these like anthropomorphized animals. Everyone you can give everyone a hug, which is pretty great and, and super adorable. You just go up to a person and you give them a nice big hug and there's a good squeeze sound. It's very boring as blob esque. Like a like a, I've never have I seen a good hug since Boyna's Blob new 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 game of the hug right here, um, and that's great. And, and sometimes they don't want a hug. Sometimes they were hugged recently and they're good, or they'll just be like, "That would not make me happy right now," and I respect that. And you can't give them a hug. Mm-hmm. Um, True. Yeah. So that's pretty great. You got a cat that follows you around. I think you can actually play local co-op and someone can play as the cat. I haven't tried doing any of that, but yeah, it is just such an easy game to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to do one more, one more thing. I'm going to, I just want to make sure I get this one last uh, shelter build. I, I want to just grow this tree. And it's just so easy to just kind of keep going because it is just such a chill, nice, nice little game. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it. So you, you, you go to the map. You pick, I want to go here, and then the boat will just start going there, and there'll be like a progress bar in the top left, and then you just hang out on your ship, growing trees or cooking food or doing whatever else you really want to do. 
Uh, and then, like I said, there's tons of little things you can find out in the, in the world. Like there's dragons you can come across and, and they need your help. There's giant tortoises and, and they'll grow trees on their back for you. So you can come back to them later. Like it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting game. Um, so if, 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 if for fans of like Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing, stuff like that, you should check out uh, Spirit Fair. And like I said, it's on Game Pass. Yep. Um, and speaking of Game Pass, uh, today, Tell Me Why came out. I have not finished it yet, so I will I will go into that saying it. I don't know how long that first episode is. Um, if people need a, re- a reference of what Tell Me Why is, this is the new game from Don't Nod, the studio that did the uh, Life is Strange games. Yep. Um, so like I said, I'm about an hour and a half in. This this series is only going to be three episodes coming out on a weekly basis. Um, so I don't know if, they're, if that means they're going to be longer episodes, if it's the same length of episode, but it's just a shorter overall game. I, I don't know yet. I haven't seen, and I, it's too new to kind of do that research so far. <clears throat> yeah. I will say, in comparison to Life is Strange, it, it plays like those games again. So if you don't like the gameplay of Life is Strange... You will not like this. This is a, you know, you walk around the environment, you interact with a bunch of stuff in a room as the character kind of monologues to themselves and talks about like the history of the, you know, little figurine you picked up in the room or whatever like that. Um, Life is Strange games typically have some kind of supernatural element. This one does as well. You play, you you play a set of twins, Allison Mm -hmm. and uh, Tyler. I don't know how much you play as Allison. You played as Allison first for a bit, but now it's exclusively been Tyler. So I don't know if it's Tyler for the whole time or not, but it hasn't gone back to Allison for me anyway. um, And they have like, they have twin voice so they can talk to each other in their heads. um, Okay. Which you just know there's going to be a part where like one of them gets like trapped or kidnapped or something. And they have to talk to each other that way. Like you just know that's coming. That is so coming. Um, they also can see memories in real life. Um, so, you know, the I, you know, I don't want to get too much into the story, but there was like some tragic uh, history with the with these twins. And I'm at their like um, childhood home and you can like zoom in on areas and then like a ghost version of a little scene will play out. But it plays out like in in the environment and both of them can see it. So they got some like mind connect thing. That sure. seems to be the extent of like the supernatural powers. But um, I will say uh, the graphics has bumped up another notch since Life is Strange 2. This is a nicer looking game, but it is definitely still the same engine. You know, if you're familiar with how they kind of show their their models and stuff, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's how they show tears. The eyes just kind of get glassy right right around the nose. That's exactly what a Life is Strange game looks like. Um, so it's like I said, it's pretty familiar. You, you're already going to know if you're interested in these games. Um, yeah, I think, I think the messaging so far has been a little heavy handed. Um, yeah, but then again, it's kind of, so the, the kind of the big thing with this game is, is it involves a trans, uh, protagonist and they were going out online being like, it's the first game with a trans protagonist. We're the first ones, blah, 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 or whatever. Um, so part of it's a little heavy handed with that, but the other part is like, well, the whole story seems to actually be revolving around this character transitioning. So, I kind of understand that you're being sure. a little heavy handed, but some of the messaging, it's like I did already pick up on that, but thank you for actually saying it out loud. I don't know. Anyway, I'm an hour and a half in. I'm enjoying my time with it, but I'm a Life is Strange fan, so of course I'm going to enjoy my time with it. And it's it's more of that. And uh, it's set in Alaska and the, the environments they built are really nice looking. Sure. Um, 
So uh, I'm having fun with it. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, that was Tell Me Why. That's all I've been playing. Let's go through all of this news. Yeah. All right, some stuff happened. Some stuff, stuff happened. Actually, by the looks of it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it happened today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. that's fair. All right, so where do yeah. we start? Let's start with DC Fandom then. Yeah. Yeah, did you guys see that Wonder Woman trailer? No. Yeah. It looked I, saw, I saw the first, uh, I saw the first trailer. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys see the Batman trailer? I'm really excited that it's Riddler. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember if we had this discussion on on cast or not. That's why I'm like, I can't overdo it a bit yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, let's talk about the games that they showed. So they yeah, showed do it. Gotham Knights, a four-person, four-protagonist. Huh? No, four. It's co-op. Two-player two two co-op. co-op. Player, four-protagonist uh, Batman <laughs> game. So what is actually yep. only two-player, not four? Like Because the gameplay player. was only showing two. It's only two-player two player. co-op. There's my, four my interest has dipped from. a bit. My interest has dipped a bit. I was hoping this was four. I don't know. I'm I'm fine with two. It's rare I, I've got. I, I'm four glad to get a co-op, co-op one, people. but I was also hoping for some yeah. like Ninja Turtles esque escapades. That would have been dope. I don't know how they would have done that, but yeah, that would have been dope. I agree. Um, yeah, this is the new game from Warner Brothers Montreal that they've been hinting at the whole time. Quarter owls are in there. The quarter owls are cool. They are cool. This is the first. This um, is the first time they are in a game thing, right? Like, yeah, because they were just invented, like, I want to say maybe, like, a few years ago. Like, they're, they're no, they're, like, 2010-ish. Like, within the last 10 no. years, I think. Yeah. Within the last 10 years, as in a few years ago, yeah. I'll look it up quickly. What, are we, look, what are we looking up? Really? When were the Court of Owls? 2011. Uh, made? Wow. Oh, yeah. man. I, I would have said it was, like, 2016. I, I remember them being so more recent than that. Anyway. Um, quarter hours there. Um, he starts off with so Batman's died, so yeah. his uh his all of his uh his proteges, yeah, proteges. It, it, it is straight up based in the Arkham universe because that's how Arkham Knight ends. Yeah, his, uh, Operation Nightfall or whatever they called it. Do you guys think Batman's actually dead? No. Um. <laughs> yeah, of course, right? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> no. mean, in this timeline, maybe. I don't know. It's a comic book. They could make. They could just do a Batman reboot for video games. No, I. Oh, I totally get it. I'm asking you. <laughs> inside of Arkham Knight, in Gotham Knights, the game, yeah. does Batman come back to life by the time before you finish that story? Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think, I think he comes he back to life. He might maybe, not be dead. Maybe they'll go crazy and well, time like, like that when Batman time yeah. traveled. Maybe they'll just do something crazy like that. That would be kind of great. All, that, was, that was a weird story arc. I do remember that. Uh, Caveman, no. Batman. That was super weird. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Fun fact about that. So when he, like, died during... What was the story arc? It wasn't Crisis on Infinite Earth. I what it was called. But when he, when, he, when he did die before he did the time travel back thing, there's this image of Superman holding Batman's, like, burnt body. Um... And then, and that year that came out my um, my graduation year of high school, and they asked me to do design the uh, yearbook cover because because they wanted it to be comic book themed, and they knew I read comic books, and I was like, 
And I was, oh, no. you know, one of the like primary art kids <laughs> graduating, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I, I based it off of that image and I had oh, okay. two teachers recreate that pose in, <laughs> the, in the school basement so I could photo it for an image thing. And then I, and I redrew them. So my yearbook, my graduating yearbook is one of the teachers going like, ah, well, the other one's dead in his hands and they're all and they're in like <laughs> Superman and Batman costumes and there's a big fiery background and everyone, everyone got that as the cover for the yearbook sean really you had like the, you had like the best like high school experience i did really i did, did yeah uh i remember when halfway through they were we were like doing like a checkup like hey where's the design going and i was showing them where i'm at with this and they were like wow this is kind of a lot and i was like i wasn't under the impression this was like a two-way conversation i i don't have a second plan this is what i'm making and they were like oh man and so i kept going with it and then we on the next check in they were like wait you stayed with i guess we're stuck with it <laughs> um, great because they didn't make it clear to stop so um uh-huh. so it was great yeah well because they awesome. probably already put money aside for it or whatever they were doing so well, i think like, it was well, just too late now. like it hadn't gone yeah. up to the printing or anything it was just too late to like make a new one uh-huh. um uh and That's that funny. was awesome and it was it's definitely the coolest because up to that point it was all just like the school's logo with like a starry background I mean, or, you know, your that's exactly yearbook. what mine was. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then and then mine tw- e- e- that year, boom, fiery superhero teachers. So cool. Next. Very you need to that. find you need to find that and get a picture of it. Put it on Twitter or something. It, it would be that, somewhere that, back home. I can, yeah, I'll, I'll look for a picture. I, I probably have one on like a hard drive because I'm sure I put that in like a portfolio at, at one point or something. Anyway, sure. Gotham Knights, yeah, four four of the proteges we got. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we yeah. I forgot. Uh, we got Nightwing, we got Robin, Batgirl. Batgirl, and Red Hood. Uh, yeah, with form. Red Hood just has a gun. He just has guns. Well, I I'm amazed yeah. they're just like yeah, fuck it, Red Hood. Yep. I know it's it, I know I mean, it's it a tie in the night, but it's still like wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yep. Who who's your who do you want to play as? Like, what are you most interested in out of the four? Batgirl, honestly, and Red Knight. From how they showed, like from that little teaser, if they play any differently, it looked like she was definitely more the like play style I do of hiding in the shadows, taking a guy out and then like killing the last one or whatever, taking the last one. out. So so I wanted to say Red Robin. Did he have some kind of like invisibility or teleport thing? Invisibility or teleport thing. I could have sworn I was seeing Tim teleporting thing. Yeah, I, I thought that was cool. Um, so I get, so Red Robin's my vote. That's who I want to play as. I'm actually scrubbing through the video right now. I thought I Nightwing like looked I, the lamest. Yeah, I agree. But I we, we've already played as Nightwing in previous games. To be fair, I think we've also played as Batgirl in previous games, so. And, uh, yeah. Tim was that. in, uh, the last one as well. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, definitely interesting. Uh, I hope it's different enough from the other Arkham games. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and they also showed off Suicide Squad. I didn't actually watch this trailer. Yeah, they didn't really show anything worthwhile except the tone of it, which is just the Suicide Squad are hanging out, complaining that they have to work, and then Superman is like sure. mind controlled or whatever comes down 
kills a dude in front of them and they're like, oh, all right. And then the thing comes up. It's nothing too special. 2022, I understand, which why that's so far off. Holy smokes. Yeah, which is probably why they didn't show anything except for a trailer. Because <laughs> well, they've been working on this game for like six you. years. Yeah, I don't know, man. It seems like it'll be maybe fun. I don't know. It that apparently has four player co op, they're saying. So Yeah. Honestly, Who it kind of just makes me think of the Avengers game we were just talking about. Like, yeah. I'm assuming it would play kind of like that. I'm a no little afraid. I'm a yeah, little like afraid I'm, that's what they're doing. Yeah. I'm curious what the differences would be. I I don't know. Uh good looking Harley Quinn. I thought the, the from the screenshot, her face looks real good. Sure. Yeah. They all um, look okay. They got King they got King Shark. I think he should be voiced by Ron Funches because I'm watching that cartoon and uh that's a <laughs> okay. great version of King Shark. Sure. But that's just me. Yeah. Honestly, not a whole lot was shown on that because again, like you said, twenty twenty two. So yeah. we're that's I was on surprised the there was no Injustice Three announcement. Mm. I mean there's they're still doing Mortal Kombat content, so I'm assuming they're just not ready for it right sure. i just remember because of like uh people that are going to be at dc fandom so i was like oh that makes so much sense anyway what else you got yeah. paul what else i got yo how about pokemon go for the witcher <laughs> so Pass. all right all right the, sure. the witcher monster slayer is coming out and uh it's an AR mobile game that plays like Pokemon Go where you go to a spot and there will be a monster of some sort from the Witcher series that you have to take out there or a quest giver who will ask you to do like a quest for them. It, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird open world, real life Witcher thing that they're trying to do here. Um, this was just announced like the other day, so there is a video yeah. of gameplay of it. I linked it in our thing here. I'll link it in the chat if anybody wants to watch it as well. Um, it is literally just what you think it is if you think Pokemon Go, but with Witcher monsters. Gotta be weird announcing this because it, obviously it, it's been in development for a while, and then the pandemic hits and people are trapped inside their house. So yeah, the, time, the timing is not the best. It's weird. Uh, I mean, they probably had to. I mean, they probably got to a point where it's like, yo, we can't just sit on this game. We have to get it out and start getting some money in here. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel for them. Yep. So the Witcher Monster Slayer. I'm kind of excited to see how it works out. We'll see. Hey, um, what studio's working on it? It's not Neontic, right? No, it I think it's them. Neontic. I think it's them in-house, right? Uh, let me see if it says here. You think it's CD Projekt Red? Really? I'd be surprised. Uh, Spocko, member of the CG Project family. Never heard of Spocko. S-P-O-K-K-O. Uh, sounds like a Jetsons seen. character. Um, It's part of their in-house family, for sure. They made, And this is yeah, their first thing. Yeah, they got made in 2018. Yeah. I bet to do this exact thing. Yeah, yeah I they, think so. They, they, yeah, so. Okay, well, hopefully it works out for them. Good for them. Uh, Guild Wars 2 is coming to Steam in November, so people that have been playing that still or want to get into that, that's coming to 
a normal launcher near you in a few months and expansion three for that game is coming out next year i didn't get into guild wars that much so this isn't anything i really have to say on just kind of a public service announcement uh crisis remastered release date was announced finally this was shown or this was teased earlier this year that this is coming uh there is a video that is kind of like a tech demo showing the old tech and then like it turns into like the new tech of how they've remastered it with a um, RTX ready bullshit and blah, blah, blah. So you can check that out uh, if you look up Crisis Remastered, but that comes out September 18th. So that should be interesting. Uh, there were a bunch of... that far away. Yeah, no, I know. Just kind of came out of nowhere. There were some Rainbow Six Siege leaks uh, by a leaker in the community. The first one of which was a kill confirmed type game mode where it's 10 minutes uh it sounds like just like the call of duty mode i'll read what the thing here says it says uh one round 10 minute timer players can respawn all operators have impacts or frags and automatically refilling flash or smoke grenades um and it is the kill confirm mode if you kill a dude and you have to pick up their like dog tag or whatever they drop to confirm it for your team yeah so that's coming also, a leak of what's coming for the Halloween event. Some Muppet-themed, like, weird monster puppet-type uh, alpha packs were shown. So what? people are saying there's probably going to be a weird, like, maybe monster puppet theme. <laughs> That's going amazing, on. amazing, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious if it's, like, an actual crossover with, like, the licensed Muppets. But no, I doubt it. I'm they sure probably it's wouldn't not. show up in an M-rated game. Um, no, I'm sure it's not a licensed thing. They're referring to it as a puppet event or whatever, the community. Okay. So well, what if it uh, was like you're just, you know, you're trying to break into this house and off in the uh, corner there, animals playing the drums. Yeah. Just the whole, for the whole time. Yeah. That would be kind of amazing. I actually kind of yeah. want this now. Yeah, that would be very good. I would love that. Ralph's there. He's on the piano. Yep. That'd be good. I'd be yeah. I just want I want to play a siege game and 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 Fozzie's there and he's telling bad jokes and just every now and then you hear Waka Waka. Yeah. Uh, if you, I'll put this in the chat as well. But under that Halloween event, there's like a ten second video or whatever of somebody just showing the pack off. Uh, that should be interesting. And stuff that came from the Discord. Dragon's Dogma is getting an anime and it's out in about three weeks from now on Netflix, September 17th. I like Dragon's Dogma a lot. I don't know that I care about this, but I'm sure I'll watch it because quarantine. So. Sure. In other Netflix stuff, Resident Evil series Netflix Mm -hmm. crap was kind of leaked. And uh, yeah, it's about show. the it's about the Wesker kids going to New Raccoon City. Hell yep. yeah! Is that good or bad? I mean, New Raccoon City is definitely been John, a fan him, fiction thing for years. This? No, because this I didn't get this. This didn't get answered like today. Are you gonna yeah. ask him about it? I. I feel like, no, he's already tweeted about it, and he said he was joking, like, hey, if you need a Wesker voice, I'm here for yeah, you. Yeah, there's no way he has anything to do with this, because this is Billy and something Wesker. 
some weird kids that they made up. Well, I'm assuming <laughs> yeah, so like this the, the dad thing, would show up. He in, like, literally already episode. has kids. Yep, or a kid. He sure does. They could. Yeah, this is just so. Here, let me read you what was given. Maybe Wesker's a little this. promiscuous, and he's got kids in. A <laughs> oh few no, he definitely states. is. Wow. Like that's that's not a hidden thing. Fourteen-year-old sisters Jade and Billy Wesker moved to New Raccoon City, a manufactured corporate town. Forced them, uh, forced on them right as adolescence is in full swing. The more time they spend there, the more they come to realize the town is more than it seems, and their father may be concealing dark secrets—secrets secrets that could destroy the world. Uh, oh, the wait, second, so Wesker is alive? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on here because this next part makes it seem like he isn't. Uh, the second more than a decade into the future, so this is like a split timeline thing going on, sees less than 15 million people left on Earth and more than 6 billion monsters, people and animals infected with the T-virus. Jade, now 30, struggles to survive in this new world, while secrets from the pat- from her past about her sister, her father, and herself continue to haunt her. So, so is it a the thing is to the movie series then? Yeah, I don't know. It's its own thing. I was, this is its own thing. And as I was saying to somebody earlier today, Resident Evil fans are used to bullshit with the Resident Evil thing on it. We don't care anymore. Like, we'll watch it. We'll see if it's any good. (laughs) Who cares? And then we won't be Resident Evil hasn't been good in years. So, um, is there anything smaller than the Gamescom stuff or should we just jump into this? Like what do you do? Uh, I'd say here? everything else I put in the doc is smaller, but we can go into Gamescom. I don't care. Uh, yeah, let's go into Gamescom. So Gamescom right. opening night happened earlier. Opening today. night live. Opening TV? night live. Yep. Jeff Keeley's opening night live. Yep. Um. So they just showed off and announced a bunch of stuff. I thought this was kind of boring, personally. Besides a few standouts, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as soon as they had the pre-show with what's his name, um, who was just hilarious, and uh, as soon as he did the interview with Keeley during the pre-show, and Keeley's like, "Set your expectations. This is not a lot of huge stuff." I was like, "Oh, this is going to be pretty slow." Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he's saying that now, um, so I do have they, these. Are in these order. all in order? This looks they pretty are. in order. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So they started off with cod blops. Uh, Cold War, which makes sense because that was kind of discovered, mind, whatever you want to call it, announced on Twitter uh, like Doritos two days ago. Yeah, a day ago, something like that. Um, this is what they've kind of been building up in Warzone with the bunkers and the numbers and all that sort of shit in game. Uh, so they just showed that trailer off. It's set after Black Ops 1. After the events of Black Ops 1 during the middle of the Cold War, a lot of those same characters are still hanging out, doing CIA things and black operations, as it were. Yeah, I don't know. My neighbor it looks has fine. started his trumpet practice, I guess. Nice. Just <laughs> some time for the show. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. He can play us out. Um <clears throat> So one quick thing about this, this was a when it when it got like fully revealed the yesterday, I believe Um, along with that came all. So it's coming out November 13th, along with all like the pricing information and the and the different versions. And that led to a whole bunch of confusion 
about uh-huh. which ones you get and how you get. Um, so at the very beginning, $60 is the standard version. $70 is the cross-gen version. And then they have yeah, like a $90 ultimate yeah. version. Now, so, okay. So I also found this tweet from like a Call of Duty news account that was trying to break stuff down. If you're planning to get a physical copy of this game, if you get a physical copy of the PS4 version, you can upgrade to the PS5 version for another 10 bucks. If you get a physical copy of the Xbox One version, you cannot upgrade to the Xbox Series X. What? Huh. Uh, if you get a physical <laughs> copy of the PS5 version, you only get the PS5 version. If you get a physical copy of the Series X version, you also get a copy of the Xbox One version. What? <laughs> okay. All right, then. Yeah, I don't. It's, it sounds really confusing. I don't. It doesn't seem like there's a super straight answer. I can't tell you for digital. Like I said, I was getting so much weird information. Um, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think what I was also reading is that if you just want one version of the game, I think you can get it for 60 bucks. But I think to, if the only time you need to spend 70 is if you're trying to get like both versions of the game, like a cross, like, like the cross gen kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. No, I don't Good know. luck to anyone who's out the, there. The joys of being between generations. Yep. Yep. Uh, next, they well, showed it's even harder this time because, like, Mike, there's Microsoft over here being like, "No, we're gonna make it free." Blah blah blah. You guys should jump on the bandwagon, and then Sony being like, "Maybe, maybe we'll do that." And then developers having to kind of figure out what they're gonna do, and then like EA's here being like, "Well, it's free for the first six months. Is that good? Do you guys like us now?" So like, <clears throat> I yeah. don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, next up, they had a teaser for something called Unknown Nine Awakening, which was kind of just a video of an Indian girl about to be beaten up by some peers and then her freezing time getting up and then unfreezing time. And they're like, whoa, what happened? And then like a cut to when I guess she's an adult and like pulling something out of a place she a secret hiding place she hid there uh, earlier in the video. Um, I say teaser because it showed literally nothing except for a title. Seems sure. seems like something that might be on my radar at some point, though. So we'll see. Uh, this is the first thing that got me excited. Doom Eternal, the Ancient Ones Part 1 DLC stuff was shown. And yeah, it's more Doom Eternal. I'm ready to go in. Campaign DLC. So that, yep. that has me more interested than like multiplayer stuff for sure. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. They then showed nothing for Dragon Age 4, basically saying Dragon Age 4 still exists and Dragon Age is important to us. So, Yeah. Almost would have been better if they just didn't bother. I don't know. That was boring because they literally showed nothing. I mean, I guess (laughs) it's good that it's still happening and hasn't been canceled. Yeah. But I mean, Bioware's got to be working on something, right? They can't all just be fixing Anthem. Well, is Anthem development be. even still happening anymore at this point? For the oh, last time we had said, uh, EA was like, yes, we are committed to turning Anthem around. Yep. Um, This part pissed me off. They had 
the uh, intro to Back to the Future swell up and a little yep. thing, and then Doc Brown comes on screen, and he's like, oh, I come from the future to tell you that Surgeon Simulator's out. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Ah, 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Doc Brown so, showed up, and he's like, you guys have to play Surgeon Simulator 2. Um, yeah. You gotta show this, you gotta show this trailer right now, or else the future is in danger. Yeah, it's, it was weird. I was, was frustrated. Like, Future-themed DLC? No, it is no. Nope. He just wanted you to play Surgeon Simulator Two. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. You know. I was frustrated. They got a cameo, I guess. Honestly, yeah. I think it was just probably Keeley being like, "I, w- I want to hang out with all of my like childhood heroes." You know, he got the Muppets on and everything, and this was probably just another one. And he's like, "Hey, do you want to introduce Surgeon Simulator Two? And, and the guy was like, "Sorry, how much money are you giving me?" Sure. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. That's so frustrating. Blue balled. Blue balled. Uh, and then, this next game. And then, Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead? What even is this game? Yeah, they had a tra- they <laughs> they had a trailer that started off with like I can't remember the name of the studio, but the people that make Bridge Constructor and a guy beaten up looking at a broken bridge. And I was just like, okay, what is this? And then he's running away and there's zombies like it's bridge constructors walking dead. Obviously. What the fuck does that mean? Are you building? Was, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what that game is like. Are you are you making a bridge so the zombies can get across? I think are you making a bridge so you can escape the zombies and then you're blowing up the bridge. Like, I don't know what that is. Oh, that'd be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> Honestly. I don't know, man. Um. And then out like, of I think no- it was a show tied. It was tied into the show because it had uh, Daryl in there. I think. Oh, uh, for what it's worth. All right then. Um, and then they blew me out of the water because Sam and Max still exists, and now they're in VR. That was great to see. Yeah, oh, wow. they, I don't think they overtly said VR, but it kind of seemed like they were hinting at it. They basically showed nothing, though. Yeah, they kind of um, showed nothing. Um. Apparently, and, and mm-hmm. I didn't know what the studio was that did it because it's not Telltale, which those are the last Sam and Max games, right? Were the Telltale yeah. ones? Um, I'm gonna try and find the studio that was doing it. Yeah, Happy Giant. By the looks Happy of it, Giant. What is Happy Giant done? I have no idea. It says, "Stay tuned for more." I don't Happy know, man. Giant has made oh man this just looks like a bunch of like bad phone games dolphin paradise wild friends i'm sold hollow grid monster battle looks like they've made a bunch of like some like ar phone games dragamons oh god they probably just picked up the license um yeah lucas (laughs) arts is one of their clients Anyway. Yeah. Uh weird. They showed um they officially announced that World of Warcraft Shadowlands comes out October twenty seventh. There hasn't this been a trailer date really kept going that. on and on and on and Yeah, on. no, I was stoked about this. No, it was good. Uh this was one of their cinematics that they do for new expansions that come out. Um I'm excited to see the rest of them. There's four in total, they showed one here. 
Uh, then they showed Warhammer Age of Sigmar ground, Storm Ground. There's no info other, otherwise. Literally just that that is a thing that is exists now. Don't know what type of gameplay it is. I would assume because it has the Warhammer license, it's a tactics game because, like, they all are, basically. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot 4, they showed some new, like, a thing called flashback tapes, which is basically just, like, a secret, like, tape you can get that brings you into a level that's very difficult, apparently, that gives you some, like, lore of what happened to Crash and his friends before Crash Bandicoot 1 back in the day. Lore-wise, weird. Uh, They showed another trailer for Necromunda Hive Wars. That's a game that's coming out soon, so that's there. They were talking about this new game engine somebody made, and then they apparently said, you have to make, like, a little thing that I can show. Jeff Keighley was saying that to this dude who made this engine called Teardown, and it's literally just voxels uh, that... It, like fully destructible environments made out of voxels. Uh, think of it akin to like if you had Minecraft, but you could like literally blow off walls and like run a car through a cabin and that sort of thing. There's not I don't much else this at all. My eyes must have glazed over. <clears throat> there is nothing much about that at all, but that is a thing apparently. Little could nightmares to say for a second mm-hmm. that. Throughout this, they had a, a correspondent from IGN there giving away opening night live awards, platform awards. To games to, that don't exist. I don't, yeah. Well, you no, know, they exist, but it was like it was no, a bunch of games that like weren't they're not, there. They're not out, so they don't exist <laughs> yet. I don't know about that. I mean, it's the same thing as like an E3 award, right? Like, but but the difference there is like the E3 awards typically pe- the journalists are playing them uh-huh. and then saying, oh, yeah, our site gives it to this. This was just like, what is the point of any of this? And and the choices were so weird because like, tell me why won the best Xbox One game yeah. for Gamescom, yeah. and then Cyberpunk won the best PlayStation game. Yeah, and the best <laughs> Switch game was Night Little Nightmares Two, which they showed a trailer yeah. for. Yeah, it was, it was super weird. Yep, uh, completely useless. Also, yeah. there was a whole bunch of shit in between of YouTubers just saying why they like gaming. Like, who cares? This is all a waste of time. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of standard with a lot of these shows. I could see Still that. a waste of time. Uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds had a trailer. Also a waste of time. Um, Savage. <laughs> I don't know. Those faces look weird on those characters. I don't <laughs> they know, man. Right. It's fun to me. Game. I was going to play it. I mean, you, it's you a can wrestling still play game. it. It's probably fun. It's just ugly. <laughs> Their faces are crazy. Uh, they showed some Star Wars Squadrons campaign info stuff. Uh, sure, that game comes out in like a month or so. So that's a thing, I guess. Um, they had some voice cast stuff for that game, 12 Minutes. Uh, I'm really excited about this game. I am no longer because it's not coming to PC, apparently. So I don't care anymore. I'm not buying an Xbox to play a 12 Minutes game, but... I hope everybody I, else will be excited because there's some good names on that thing. There is, yeah. They got Daisy Ridley, they got William Defoe. Um, yep. I think James McAvoy was one of them. Yep. So there's uh, some I'm good shit. For that game. I've been waiting for that for a while. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised we haven't heard that much of it. 
this whole time. So. It did say coming soon, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it's just all of a sudden on Game Pass. It just day. drops. Yeah. Uh, the new Warframe expansion or DLC or update or whatever, Heart of Deimos, is out. Uh, that came out a couple days ago this week, so they just showed a thing about that. This one caught me by surprise because I misunderstood when the first one came out, but Override 2 Super Mech League is coming out. Yep. And it felt like the other one only came out like last year, but it, that one's like two years old now. So yeah, I didn't realize I was, it was that was long back ago. back in my old house and we did that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Ba- Bagel has a skin in the game and everything. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun game. Uh, I guess we'll see. More I don't know of that. what this game is. Uh, it looks it's like mechs fighting. It's mechs fighting each other. Yeah. Uh, Sims Four has a Star Wars expansion, Journey to Batu, coming. I yep. couldn't care less about this, but that's kind of fun, I guess, if you're into Sims Four. Uh, Mafia Definitive Edition trailer thing looks good. Uh, for an old game, kind of needed the repaint on it a game called lemniscate was announced and shown a little bit of which looks like basically just that quantum league game where you like are fighting people this one is in space though instead of like an arena and then you have like a 15 minute like or 15 second time loop where you can like reset or whatever Oh right yeah 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 i think it's like 24 seconds yeah yeah anyway so that's the thing i guess Lego Star Wars, the saga, uh, Skywalker saga was delayed. They showed a trailer for it here and also uh, announced that PS5 and Xbox Series X versions are coming with the delay as well. So I thought sure. that was a good trailer, man. When they had like the movie music kicking up <laughs> and it was like, uh-huh. damn, man, this Lego game making me cry. <laughs> Stop making me cry. Can Lego uh, feel emotion? <laughs> apparently they can uh, a game called struggling which is just this weird like arm homunculus thing going on an adventure came out today yeah, it looks like um looks like heave ho mixed with um carrion uh, and this <laughs> yeah, was announced last week at uh at the N- nintendo kind of indie thing they showed yeah. this yeah so there was just a launch trailer saying that that's out now i guess this game looks gross it does. It's it super gross. gross. Um, they showed some gameplay of a game called First Chorus, uh, which is no, it's, it's. I think it's Chorus. I'm pretty sure yeah. First is not in there. Uh yeah, you might be right. Um, oh, and they spell and they, it's it, called it, Cor- it, it, it might actually v. be Corvus because they spell it with a V and they not spe- a U. They spell it with a V, yeah. So Chorus gameplay, um, uh, it's dogfighting in space. This is so much different than when they first announced it at the Xbox reveal thing. Um, yep. Because before it looked like a weird kind of like alien looking movie. But yeah, I don't, I yep. don't know. Uh, then finally they showed Fall Guys Season 2 stuff, which is I know a lot of people I was talking to is the only reason they were watching this thing anyway. <laughs> um, I think Season 2 looks great. It's so far off, though. What a, Announcing the season so far in advance. Uh, I mean, they said I mean, it was delayed a, because of everything. Yeah, They've had like a counter on their um, game for a while. And I, I mean, I wouldn't want the seasons to be that uh, small because I'd never unlock all the stuff in the past. But uh just as someone who plays like Apex, where it's like, hey, next season is coming 
in two weeks. Yeah. Whereas this one's like, oh, we got about 40 days <laughs> until season two. Oh, okay. But it's, yeah, it's all medieval themed. It looks great. My girlfriend is yeah, looks fun. probably playing that game right now. And she's excited. Yeah. No, it looks good. So, all, like you said, medieval themed uh, skins. I like the dragon one myself. The, some new maps. The dragon is a good, uh, good wizard. I thought the wizard looks pretty good. Yeah, the wizard's okay. Knight, one of the uh, uh, one barbarian. of the um, stages looked pretty crazy. You have to like pull a block into position so that people can like jump on it to get past. I'm a little worried that you're gonna have to like work with people to make platforms. Sounds like you're gonna have to, everyone's gonna be like, no, you pull it. No, yeah. you pull. It. I'm not pulling it. You pull it. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Yeah, that's, kind of, that's kind of brilliant in in that sense, especially if it's yeah, not a yeah. team game. Yep. It's yeah. It did not look like a team game. It was literally just none of us are going to go through until someone pulls the block into position and we all start jumping. Which you know, there's going to be the one guy that pulls it away as people are go, trying to go for it. Oh yeah. That's oh that's, that's the good. internet. That's a good yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of Fall Guys. That's the beauty of it for sure. Um, Age of Empires three definitive edition uh, coming October fifteenth. So yeah, makes sense. They did that for two, so why wouldn't they do it for three? Uh, Wasteland three trailer, which comes out tomorrow. I'm super stoked for that game. I've been waiting for that game. So that Game Pass, huh? Game Pass, yeah, yeah. Game Pass. Uh, then they showed the new Medal of Honor Above and Beyond VR Oculus coming. Yep. Um, I thought this trailer looked I, a lot less goofy than the first time they showed it. Yeah, I don't care about this thing at all, <laughs> frankly. Okay. But no, I don't. Yeah. The only thing I would care about is Respawn is doing it. Um, but even then, it's a Medal of Honor VR game. Yep, that's exactly so. what I feel too. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, that game that's been in what feels like early access or beta for fucking ever now, Spellbreak, the uh, battle royale with mages. Finally, is releasing yep. fully September third. Yep. Uh, this next show, one, maybe you guys can tell me what it is. Turrican. Oh yeah, yeah. Turrican's like a super old Amiga Genesis Super Nintendo uh, shooter series, kind of like Contra. Yeah. yeah. Okay, definitely looked like Contra to me. Yeah. Yeah, they're good games that I never got super super into, but maybe now I can because they showed an anthology thing is like being worked on. I guess. I got an email about this, too, and I think it's actually a new one as well. I was wondering if they were doing a new one and, like, what a Turrican these days looks like. It's probably just, like, a retro throwback, right? I would assume. I can't tell. So here's the email I got. After three decades in dormancy, we welcome the return of a true legend. Uh, developed by one of Europe's greatest independent studios of all time, Factor 5's Turrican series became one of the most acclaimed and well-regarded video games of all time shortly after its release in 1990. Now teaming mm-hmm. up with the original development team, Strictly Limited Games is excited to bring back this legendary IP. I mean, looking at the footage, they were showing all of the old ones. Like I saw Super Turrican yeah. 2 and a bunch of others in there. Yep. On, th- on Thursday, an exclusive trailer and more about the special 30th birthday edition will be revealed at the Gamescom opening night live. After the reveal, we will celebrate the 30th birthday of Turrican by opening the pre-orders of the exclusive and limited editions. Well, maybe it is just a re-release. Let's see here. I got the, I'm loading up the site now to see. Yeah, it's a it's an anthology of all of them. How much is it? Uh, I'm looking it up, I'm trying to see what's announced for Switch and PlayStation Four. Huh? It's ninety dollars, uh, thirty five euros. Okay, so it's probably like ninety dollars. So apparently, Volume One includes Turrican, Turrican Two from the Amiga, Super Turrican from the SNES with director's cut as well, and Mega Turrican Score Attack from the Mega Drive. 
Volume 2 will include Turrican 3 from the Amiga, Mega Turrican, and Mega Turrican Director's Cut from the Mega Drive, Super Turrican 2 from the SNES, and Super Turrican 1 Score Attack from the SNES. Interesting. This is kind of interesting, yeah. This is always a series I love to watch people play, but never really played myself. Like, I like speedruns of this game, and I like the game They're in fun. theory, the but I've never played fun. them. Now. Um, and then they kind of finished off with, they showed off the Destiny 2 stasis stuff coming in the next expansion here, which is basically just the ice vert spells. So that stuff they showed a little bit of, and uh, they showed off more Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart stuff. I'm looking forward to that. That looks good, yeah. Yep. So that is everything. Some decent stuff mixed in there. Overall kind of boring. Yeah, and just like really long. That thing was so long. If you watched like the pre-show as well and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, a couple of last little things that I picked up this last week. Uh, Hitman 3 is going to be an Epic Game Store exclusive. Um, if uh, On consoles, though, if you buy it digitally, you can get a next-gen upgrade for free. Okay. If you get a physical version of it for either of the consoles, uh, you cannot. Uh, and last... <laughs> The last bit is uh, that Bloomberg reported that Nintendo was working on a 4K-capable Switch for next year. What? <laughs> yeah, that was interesting to hear. Um, definitely seems like one of the more credible rumors here. Uh, definitely coming out of Bloomberg. Um, curious to see if that, that actually does uh, show up to be real. I wouldn't be too surprised because um, I'm sure developers are getting already a bit annoyed having to like kind of pare down to get this stuff on the switch. So beefing that thing up would probably help them out. Yep. But I guess we'll see. Uh, all right. That's it for news. Let's do some questions. If you would like to send in a question, it's top down respective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. I'll read this first one from Cody. Uh, Cody has two. Uh, does it surprise you that Top Down Perspective has lasted as long as it has? No. I'll say yes. Yeah, I'd say. All right. Paul, why are you a no then? I don't know. Because it it's just a winning feel, formula of personalities? It doesn't <laughs> feel like we do anything. Like, that's, that's we get together we and we... T- we talk about games and then people listen. Like, who cares? We the would... money makes itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I don't know. It doesn't feel like we do, we're not putting like our own money really into this thing. We're not like having to go to like a place every week and like, oh, I got to go back to the TDP salt mine. Like, mm-hmm. it's just us talking. Why wouldn't it last as long as long as we're alive? I think I, I think I said yes just because of how long it's been going and how, yeah. how and on a weekly basis there like there's so much there's so many episodes um, i'm yeah. more so like we didn't podcasts don't normally last the longest so i'm impressed this one's had as much last as long as it has yeah yeah like just just thinking like 10 years that's that's a huge chunk of my life at least um 
So that's why I said yes, but sure. I'm glad you're so enthusiastic about it. But I also agree with all your points. Like, it's not like this is the hardest thing to do. So, um, And second question from Cody. Do you ever feel your enjoyment of a game is hampered by your desire to finish so you can move on to another game? I am specifically thinking of Sean's experience with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This happens oh, yeah, to me all the time. 100%. Uh, yeah. Especially when you get to that point where you know you're over halfway or like 60% and you're like, okay, I have to finish this because I've done all the work already, but I'm done with this game. <laughs> like, uh, the last one for me was Last of Us 2 was a good two to three hours too long. I was done with that game two to three hours before it ended. I definitely get this more often when there's like a lot of games out because then it's easier for me to be like, look, I'm not having fun with this. I'm going to play something else. And, the, you know, yeah. I, if I think of stuff recently, like that Samurai Jack game, it was so easy for me to never play it again because I have like eight things that I really want to play right now. Yeah. And like today alone, four things came out that I downloaded and want to play. <laughs> so things have got to be like pretty gr- grabbing of my attention right now for me to stick with them for for that long, for sure. Um, yep. but times where it gets like really hard, I would say some of the TDP plus games, cause now I have a commitment yeah. outside of, am I enjoying this? Those can definitely feel like homework. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but, uh, yeah. You don't know any more thoughts from you, John? No, you pretty much summed it up there perfectly. Like that shit happens all the fucking time, especially when it's a game that like, you beat it, then it's like, okay, hey, if you beat it beat it 100%, then you'll unlock, like, a different ending or something like that. At that point, it's just like, I don't want to put in the work. Multiple endings, I just am going to look it up on Google, because I really don't want to go through the game again. John, have you ever gotten that feeling where you started something on stream? You're like, this is fucking great. I want to revisit this in my time off and never do. But you know All you won't time. stream it because they're bad stream games. And all the time. It would be the literally, yeah. literally happened yesterday. Literally yeah. happened yesterday. We played uh, Metroid Prime, and I was like, "Man, <laughs> I would love to play through this, but I will never do this as a full playthrough on stream because chat will it's never let me live it down. <sighs> they will either spoil nightmare. everything or they will just hate the way I play." Yep. And then it's like, well, I have so much time off stream. I need to like do something I really care about. And I don't care about Metroid Prime that much. <laughs> I mean, well, no, I'll be like off stream and then I'm like, all right, well, I guess maybe I will actually start playing it. Wait, no, I got to play through the TDP plus game. Wait, no, I got to like, I got to like clear the office up. I got to like, get my work done. Yeah. No, I'll always, be like, I'll always have a reason not to get to it. Totally. It happens yeah. all the damn time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy to never revisit it after you've only put an hour in. It's like, well, I only put an hour in, so who cares? <laughs> Dedinsky says I mean it, th- this is one of those scenarios where it's like we have so access to so much yeah right that it's like harder to like to, yeah it's harder for each game to to grab us where, whereas the inverse is true when you're a kid because you have access to so little yeah it's like well I'm gonna play yeah. this one game forever, forever. <laughs> yeah. um and it's, and just be the absolute best at it um oh. and then now we have just so much uh so yeah Agreed. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about in that aspect. <laughs> Dedinsky says, what are some weird portmanteaus you can think of that make sense in context but are cursed and should never be used in actual conversation? For example, just like Metroidvania is used to describe exploration games in the vein of Metroid, uh, Metroid and Castlevania, 
I propose plumformers to describe platformers, which are <laughs> all of our favorite pl- plumbers platforming games. Mario, plumformers is hilarious. Plumformers is strong. Yeah. Uh, anytime actual a- conversation, I hate sh- uh, Schluter. Schluter. Oh, shooter. Schluter. Oh, that sounds dirty. <laughs> Schluter. Good old Schluter. The looter shooter, I don't like that, and especially when they try to like put looter into like <laughs> like other other genres, like a like a like a slash. So you get like a slash slusher. Yeah, slusher. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh my god, Schluter is so good. Schluter's pretty. Have you guys strong. not heard of Schluter before? No, no. I oh, the looter shooter, like Destiny, is a Schluter. Never heard Destiny referred to oh, as a schluter. I've definitely heard no. those. I've definitely heard those ones. Interesting. But that is that is amazing. Like the only one I can think of that is like in gaming or whatever was Shmup. That was one of these. Like a, Shmup. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Hmm. Schluter is the most cursed. Schluter is pretty fucking cursed. That's pretty I'm bad. Surprised you hadn't heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of any examples right now that aren't like just like oh, yeah. like they're not as funny sounding. It's like oh, anytime I like a, a fast platform game is like a Sonic like. <laughs> I use it's usually like a blank like is what I say instead. Sure. Uh, okay. Second question he had is: Have you ever made a friendship with someone through a video game? Absolutely. I definitely no. have. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like I, well, like I used to go to like land centers and play Halo together with people, and that's how I met a bunch of people. Sure. Yep. Um, and final question: In honor of Gamescom opening presentation today, what's the most ridiculous superlative award you could make for one of the games you've played this week? Uh, uh tell me why is the best Xbox game of the show? Marvel's Avenger is the best beta of 2020. I don't even think that's true. <laughs> I bet I could easily name like five. Um, I got to give something to Samurai Jack. Uh, uh-huh. Best use of a, of a property goes to the Samurai Jack game. Yep. Hmm... Best use of yelling at someone, Resident Evil 5, because there's a bu- dedicated button to yelling at people. Oh, I thought maybe you yelled at the uh, voice actor. I also screen. did do that. <laughs> I also did do that. <laughs> but he also yelled at me back, so it was, it was, it was even. Sure, it's good. Uh, all right, John, you want to take this one from Linebeck? Linebeck writes in and says, Has there ever been a time when the moral of a visual novel massively improved or ruined the whole thing for you? Oh, I haven't played enough visual novels. So I don't think I can answer this question. Like I'm trying to relate it to Phoenix Wright, really, at this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like the I, morals in that are just like justice, do good. Like yeah. there's nothing like crazy going on. Which is why I'm like, mm, I don't think I actually have a point on that one now. The whole reason the missing JJ Macfield in the Isle of Memories or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, that long the ass whole, name. Like, 
the whole ending and reason that exists and who the main character is and what it says about like trans people and like not feeling comfortable in your own skin and dysmorphia makes that game fucking amazing because the gameplay does not. Sure. I was going to say technically not a visual novel, but yeah, there's not a ton of gameplay to it. So it's not a big deal, but that's the closest uh, thing. I think that's a good point for sure. Yeah, I think. um, Yeah, yeah. What Doki Doki is is better than it being a visual novel, like actually. Yeah, I was going to say more often than not, I feel like the games would be improved over ruined for myself. Uh, Yeah, I don't have a great example, but. uh, I agree. Yeah. VGC Kenny says, when typing, do you touch type or hunt and peck? Is touch type proper typing? Yeah, I touch type, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I don't hunt and peck. I home row. Home row, that's what I know it as, is home row. I haven't yeah. heard it as touch type. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I remember it was like grade, we've been like grade eight or something. I was a hunter and pecker up to that point, but then I was in a computer class that was so easy I had like finished all the assignments because the teacher did not care at all. He was like an, he was like the school's it guy that I guess they convinced to like have a class because they, they probably said like, you know, you need to like do more or mm-hmm. we're going to let you off or something. So yeah. he did not care. So I had finished all of the schoolwork like halfway through the semester. Um, and then I was like, you know, I should just like learn how to actually type. And then I spent the rest of the next couple months like learning to properly type. I don't think I do it actually fully correctly when I get up to the numbers, like the specific finger Mm. to the specific number. But for all the letters, I do the correct stuff. Yeah, there are actually divots on the F and J key to like feel when you're on the right keys. Mm -hmm. And I usually I honestly I do a little bit of just file those down and tell it to go fuck itself. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I, I usually do uh, a little bit of both where if like I'm starting a sentence or whatever, I'll home row it. But if I'm like doing playing a game and doing something at, like it's hard because since I play keyboard and mouse for a lot of games, if I have to type in game, I'm usually going back and forth a little bit. So sure. Do you guys do you use caps lock? No. Shift. Shift. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how much caps lock I'm doing. Depends on how much shifting I'm needing. Yeah, yes, I think I still, for the most part, I'm just holding down shift and then typing because I'm not caps locking for that long. Um, my girlfriend caps locks. She will caps lock in and out <laughs> for like a letter. It's it drives me insane when I watch her do that. <clears throat> that's funny. Oh, I guess that's me, right? Where are we? Sukusuku says, Deadly Premonition has an option called Cruel Production. It turns blood from violet to green. <laughs> All right. What is the weirdest option you've seen? That arachnophobia slider was probably the weirdest one I've that's, seen. That's super weird. Turning spiders into blobs is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably the weirdest one. Good implementation, but just the fact that you can just like take apart the spider <laughs> is is very funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call, that one. I feel like there I feel like I know an answer to this. I just can't think of it. The the Halo, I think it's I don't I don't remember if it's a skull or if it was an option, but when you can have the confetti pop up when you get a headshot. 
Oh yeah, no, that's Grunt Birthday Party. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I would probably also go with Grunt Birthday Party, honestly. Yeah, those are pretty good. Yeah, I guess like the arachnophobia one is the only one I can really get on board with right now. That's probably the weirdest as I've seen as well. Okay, John, why don't you read this next one? Uh, from Rinku. Nintendo has now obtained IPs from a third party. However, the monkey's paw has curled and one will be good and one will be bad. They, bo- they both <laughs> must be that way because of their Nintendo-ness. What games are these? Holy shit. All right. So for the bad one, wouldn't you just pick an IP you don't care about? Yeah, exactly. Well, due to the Nintendo-ness, I would probably pick something like, I don't know, like Call of Duty, Fortnite, a shooter of some sort, because they can't do multiplayer correctly to save their life. But you'd be ruining those franchises. Why would you do that? Because I don't care. See, I'd say you just pick, like, Something that no one's really going to care about. Like, I pick, bu- like, Bubsy. Nah, Fortnite. Ruin that shit. I don't give a shit. Okay. Now, what would they make but a game that really good from good, their Nintendo-ness? Yeah. <clears throat> That's just kind of giving, like, any good indie game <laughs> Nintendo money, right? Really? Yeah, everything yeah, I'm thinking of is already kind of cartoony in some way, so I'm thinking of stuff like Yoku's Island Express. Give that Ooh. to Nintendo. That'd be pretty good. Fall Guys with motion controls. Holy fuck. No. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so I feel like Fall Guys is kind of just like what Mario Party has tried and wanted to be for its entire life, but it sucks. <laughs> so we could never get there. The hostility towards Mario Party. It's always Damn. so good. So, like, I would think Fall Guys, I don't want to give Fall Guys to Nintendo because they'll turn it into Mario Party. What are we on? 11? 12? I think we're on 12. They stopped numbering after a while. Mm. Yeah. And, and, well, anyways, they would just ruin it and they'd put a board game in there. Uh, I'm trying to think of like some. I, I want to see what Nintendo would do with Deadly Premonition, honestly. I think they would ruin it. But we're we're assuming it's going to be great because of this monkey paw. I get, but I just I feel like they would like fix a lot of the quirks that make Deadly Premonition great. But <laughs> so that, that's what I'm saying, though. Like by like, by the by the rule of this monkey paw wish, like it's going to be everyone's going to love the game. Oh, I have an answer. But they're going to love it because of Nintendo ness, and I don't think Nintendo ness is the same as like a Tim and Eric sketch. Which is what I often think of when I'm playing Deadly Premonition. <laughs> uh, my answer to this for the good one is they should just take over ukulele. Uh, make the impossible lair that isn't janky. Yeah, I mean, in that case, it's almost like, give them Temtem. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like, why not? Right. Give them Temtem. <laughs> How about... I think this one actually might be kind of good. How about Hidden My Game by Mom? It already did okay. go on the Switch. Sure. But what if what if they made like a, a from the ground up? I think that would actually be pretty good. That would actually cool not be bad. Yeah, that'd be okay. Yeah. 
it's kind of that WarioWare or Game and Wario game uh, a little bit. But like, what if they just made it like 40 hours long? Just like so big. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember Rusty's Real Deal Baseball? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I'm just I'm just thinking about that. More than I should. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> uh, Hebrew Lantern says, what's something dumb you thought as a kid? That everything would be better when I was older. Ooh, that's dark. That I would have time so to play all these games. Bummer. I can't, I can't think of something. I'm sure I thought of a lot of dumb stuff as a kid. Yeah, I can't think of a specific thing. I, I thought it would be real cool if I slammed the flying fox as hard as I could so that kid couldn't get it on the other side, but I broke my arm, so joke's on me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, well, Rasterman says, what media franchises you despised or didn't get as a kid but got really into as an adult I I actually have kind of an answer to this holy shit did I change the channel quickly or hate MASH MASH is actually totally okay as an adult it's not great but like okay. there's some stuff going on in that show okay I think of what I just yeah, media franchises. Like, I can't really think. Can I just say like drinking milk? The news? <laughs> yeah, the news is big one actually. No, I <laughs> I don't uh, news news sucks, man. Especially now the news sucks. Well, yeah, but like I definitely pay more attention to it than I did as a kid. For sure. Sure. That's also in like the same thing of like wanting socks at Christmas. Oh, mm. socks at Christmas like is so good. Things. It's even more than point. Yeah, I don't think that I, I can't think of a media franchise that I didn't like and then I started liking. Yeah, because everything like maybe I guess Next Generation because I didn't like it as a kid. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Star Trek, sure. Okay, but I like the original series, but I never got into Next Generation. And then like Reese got me into uh, Next Generation. All right, nice. I'm gonna stick with drinking milk as my answer. Sure. Is it me again? Holy shit, that was quick. No, I think it's uh, John. It's actually me now, yeah. Decoy Troy writes in and says, Has there ever been a game that you've considered speedrunning or learning speedrunning techniques, but were worried that it would be ruin the game for you just because you could never go back to playing it normally? Mine is DK64. I love the game despite its flaws, but worry if I learned too many glitches, I wouldn't be able to go back to casual play. Ninja <laughs> Gaiden and Gunstar Heroes. Uh, my answer is no. Yeah, my answer is also no. Uh, I barely replay games, so speedrunning one is uh, off the table. Gutang Clan, and our, our last question is, uh, my daughter is going back to school Thursday. When I was in school, I had Tetris, Plane Jump, and a Mario clone on my TI-85 graphing calculator. What games did you guys have on your graphing calculators in school? Drug Wars. 
Yeah. That, a bunch of people had that one. Uh, Hell yeah. All the graphic calculators we had were given to us by the school, but we didn't get to keep between classes. So it was up to people to like try to sneak them in during the class. And oh. that's insane. Yeah. Every time I had one, we just never got to get to that point. So we had to buy our own for the year. Yeah. Nope. We definitely had to have our own. Our school was just <clears> like, here, these are the loner ones. You get them just for class, and then you have to bring them, drop them off at the end of class. Snake. Yeah. Snake was definitely one of them. I don't think anyone really did it at my school. I don't remember anyone doing it. I definitely didn't do it. But then again, I was also at a time where it was like, we brought our Game Boys and our DSs to school. Mm. So it, it's like, why are you doing that when you could be playing Pokemon on this Game Boy? You obviously didn't go to school where things got stolen. No. That's why you don't. I guess not. We had lockers. You know, you put your stuff in a locker. Yeah. Lock up your locker. What are you, what are you doing? No. Who goes to lockers? Take everything in your bag. Make that thing a million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's hard to do. It, it definitely in Canada, because it's like you go to school and your shoes, you're, you're wearing snow boots. You don't mm-hmm. want to go to class in your snow boots. You got to put your boots in your locker. I never Get wore your sn- indoor shoes out. I didn't wear snow boots since like seventh grade. That's why you got. Um, that's why you don't have toes anymore. They all froze off. True. That's why I learned how to drive, so I didn't have to walk through fields to go to school. I would have frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you get, well, then you get, you know you sled down the hills right into the classroom. <laughs> yeah, anyway. that's how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it for questions if you want to send a question for next week it's topdownrespective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's p.o box what's your game of the week hell point mine is spiritfarer and if you're a patreon subscriber stay tuned because we're going to be coming back live to do our panzer paladin episode right after this otherwise catch the audio version uh, when that goes up tomorrow uh, we'll see you guys next week Bye.